base over there to let us know that it's working. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. You want to milk I'm... me? <laughs> Not that Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, any any old any old any old incarnation. Okay. Yeah. Okay, TJ. So you were you were mm. and Sammy didn't know either that no the Martin Scorsese reference that we're talking is, is this so. sort of like an old man yells at a cloud moment? Kinda. <laughs> no. I mean, not really. Not really. Okay. It, so he, like, wrote an op-ed, because that's okay. what he does, because yes. he's Martin Scorsese. Right. And in, like, this, like, I read I read it, and uh, as usual, he's, he's correct. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and he basically said, like, calling movies and everything that's on streaming content is not good for movies because then everything just gets looped in and like watching the super bowl is like the same amount of like enjoyment that somebody would get out of watching like a movie or a youtube video or anything like that yeah yeah. so if you just call all of that content it's all going to get looped in the same thing and people are not going to be like you're not going to watch a movie you're going to look for something that's going to waste two hours. Like that's how people are going to view like less watching stuff. Yeah. So that's basically what he said. And, uh, the internet and Twitter was like, he's an old man (laughs) and he doesn't understand what us youth like. (laughs) And it's like, well, that's not really what he said. And then they were like, he hates Marvel movies. It's like, that's also not really what he said. Yeah. Okay. So wait, so so he wants movies to be considered not content or he wants everything else to not be content. No, I literally think all he was saying is like calling it content is not like. It's reductive for the art form. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I never considered movies content. Uh, I always just assumed like. Our podcast is content the same way that like watching a 10 minute YouTube video is content. Same as watching five episodes of a TV show. So. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. And. Like, when the whole Marvel thing happened, he was like, Marvel movies, like, they're good. I don't care for them. But, like, you know, the if all the only type of movie you're making is a Marvel movie, then you're never going to get something like a Taxi Driver. Which, to Martin Scorsese, that, he cares about that. He's probably the most qualified person on the earth to talk about film, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so, the way I look at it is, like, yeah, he may be an old man, but, like smile and nod because he probably knows what he's talking about well and and for me the takeaway of that i mean obviously without reading anything that he said verbatim it is that there's a power in semantics and when you lump these things in mm-hmm. then it, yeah. there is a collective effect you know and, and yeah so yeah okay it, that's good especially at a time like right now where all of our content is coming to us on the internet and like on your tv you can you can go watch. You can watch the Super Bowl in the same breath. Turn on like Koyani Scotsy is on Amazon Prime. Like you can go straight to it, and yeah, it that's the content that you're just in like a conscious stream. It's gonna be, it's gonna be harder for people to differentiate like what's special about what makes movies special. You know, the cinema. <clears throat> And on okay. that note, we're gonna we're gonna talk about not a movie this week. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> probably the first time we've done that. I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm always just trying yes, to break the, the boundaries of our podcast. Just paradigm shifted, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, Sammy's yeah. I mean, pick. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> I mean, we do sometimes talk about TV shows when we do like our roundups and stuff, but I don't sure. think we've had a. I don't think we've had As an episode featured. where we've just all watched. An entire uh, miniseries, and then came back to talk about it. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what show we're talking about? And I was just gonna say (laughs) what I was meaning to say was that this is never seen any of this. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. And uh, we're here for the lads, you know. (laughs) Yeah, we sure are. (laughs) We're here for the boys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? I guess. It was, and that's it. Yeah. See you I later. Know. I, you know what? We're, we're not doing themed months anymore, and I'm just no. completely lost on how to introduce <laughs> No, anybody. it's fine. No, you're fine. You're, you're doing fine. great, Andy. Keep fine. it up. It's been it's so fantastic. long since we've just been like, fuck it, I want to watch this. <laughs> right. Let's watch this, that I'm I'm just lost, so. Yeah, it's great. Because uh, well, Sammy had messaged the group chat and said he was kicking a couple things around, mm-hmm. and... And one of those things was over the garden wall, yeah. and I was ecstatic because I'd watched this a couple of years ago, and it's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I um, 
when it came out on DVD. Sorry, Andy, but I bought it on DVD <laughs> <laughs> when it first came out, and I thought that was the only way right now that you could even watch it. So TJ enlightened me I, that it so, was available on HBO Max to watch, and I was HBO like, Max. well, I've been waiting to, for us to watch this because I knew that it was like a two-hour thing, so I knew it was something mm-hmm. that we could watch feasibly for the podcast. So I was like, I want to mm-hmm. pick that. And then TJ was like, it's on HBO, and I was like, well, then that's that's what I'm picking. <laughs> We're watching it. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll give you a pass because Cartoon Network uh, likes to fuck over all of their shows, and I don't think they release Blu-rays of anything. I okay. think they only release DVDs of most of their shows, except for I think there's a Blu-ray of Steven Universe. Uh, yeah, I believe there is. Well, I did I did but watch that. It, it has to be a show like that, and yeah. Adventure Time. There's yeah. some Blu-rays, but it has to be like a huge hit like that, and a lot of fan demand for them to release a Blu-ray of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I did watch it on HBO Max, Andy. If that makes you feel better, I didn't watch the DVD version of it, so I got a, I got a clearer picture. Okay. You got the full <laughs> okay, 1080p. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing I was, I, I haven't even looked at my DVD in a while. I was like, I wonder if there's like commentary. I'm sure there might be. And that was what I was like. Maybe I should watch it with For the commentary. For my Patrick McHale. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I, um, I was a huge fan of like Flapjack when Flapjack was on TV, and this kind of has that kind of feel. Of like Patrick being McHale, weird. Who's the, yeah, Patrick McHale's the guy who direct wrote and directed Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. And he was a storyboard artist on Flapjack. Oh. And he was a there you go. he was a co writer, I think, slash co showrunner for Adventure Time. He, he did was like Pendleton Ward he was like Pendleton Ward's like number one guy on mm-hmm. Adventure Time. And Pendleton is a uh, executive producer on this show. Sure. Too. Oh cool. So. Mm-hmm. so it's all kinda connected. And as you definitely get that feel in this show mm-hmm. that it's a lot like Flapjack and Adventure Time, and I didn't watch as much Adventure Time. There's a lot of Adventure Time, so I never have gotten around to watch all of it. Um, Quite but, a lot of Adventure Time. Yeah, right? there's. I, I think I've watched all of Flapjack because Flapjack isn't as long, and they didn't have it going for as long. I think only like three years. Um, mm-hmm. But I love that show. And I, so as soon as this one got announced, I can't remember if it aired on TV first and then it came out DVD. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it, but, it aired on TV first. Yeah, and so I, as soon as yeah, I like, bought it and. I know Andy. I I asked you to come over because I watched like three episodes, and I was like, Andy, you got to watch some of this. Mm-hmm. So I know you came over and watched at least the first two because I remember you was watching mm-hmm. the pumpkin episode with you, and then I think I I didn't watch any more after that until yeah yesterday and watched the rest of it. So oh, you hadn't seen the rest of it. I'd only seen like half of it. Yeah, I hadn't watched all of it. Oh, I thought you had seen the whole thing. You guys should just know anytime it's my pick, it's probably something that I have never seen as well because most of the things that I've seen, you guys have all seen. So it has to be something that's that... true. <laughs> I hadn't seen this either. I've I've heard like pretty much every like film and TV like conscious person I know who is into like animated stuff has been like, you got to watch Over the Garden Wall. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. good fucking look because Cartoon Network doesn't license their shit anywhere. Right. So like. I've been waiting for years to find it on streaming somewhere, and I didn't realize there's like HBO Max as a Cartoon Network section for now. Yeah, probably gonna go away now that there's gonna be like Paramount Plus and Viacom's on there. But at, le- yeah. at least it was on HBO Max for me to watch now because like finally, I, right? I believe it was kind of a huge deal that they it's on they made like a oh is it yeah yeah and I think, I think a was, lot of Cartoon Network stuff. Eh. Is on yeah. I know all of Adventure Time. I think Time's in HBO Max. When HBO Max came out, I know that they made like some deals that were like quite a few years in right, the Right, they're running, doing like they... a Adventure Time thing, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing original Adventure Time like episodes oh, on God, HBO Max. Nuts. Okay. okay. Like specials. And I think like Cartoon Network they made a deal with mm-hmm. HBO Max and I'm sure it was for years out because sure. they didn't want a problem like they had when Disney Plus when they decided Disney was like oh we want our own streaming service but we've licensed all of our stuff to mm-hmm. everywhere and now Disney's just slowly pulling it from everywhere so they will eventually be the only place you can see mm-hmm. Marvel and Star Wars and stuff like that I think right. a lot of the streaming services that have happened in the last year or so have mm-hmm. kind of thought with that in mind like okay if we're going to make a deal for something it better be for like a long time mm-hmm. like right. several years so they can be mm-hmm. the sole person to hold it because I know HBO Max for a while was like banking on that they're the sole um, streaming service that has 
Rick and Morty. Right. But they had to wait for, like, the next season to end before that's true. So eventually mm-hmm. they will be the place where you can go see Rick and Morty, but they still have to wait a couple seasons. Right. And the Studio Ghibli movies, they're the one place you can see those on streaming in America. Which mm-hmm. is insane. I never thought that that yeah. would ever happen. Well, it's like, in the rest of the world, it's Netflix. So yeah, it's, it's pretty funny that that's but, what like, happened. Up until, like maybe a year ago Miyazaki said every year they were like no he he will right. not let it stream because he wants people to be able to like uh-huh. sit down and watch it he doesn't want you to be able to watch it on your phone so like you couldn't rent him on iTunes you couldn't get him this digitally anywhere Scorsese yeah. all over again <laughs> yeah. well literally Scorsese had said the same thing about like never making a movie for Netflix and then like a week later it was like Scorsese's making a movie for Netflix and it's like mm, alright right. well yeah. I, I don't good. know I, I honestly <laughs> see more of the argument to watch uh, a Studio Ghibli movie on the biggest screen possible more than The Irishman. I feel like I don't want to miss anything that's in an animated show while The Irishman, I'm like, yeah. ah, this is a bunch of old men, I don't care. <laughs> they could be on a small Same. screen. <laughs> Did you watch The Irishman? <laughs> yeah, I watched all three hours of it. And yeah, I would much too. rather watch Studio Ghibli every that's, day. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, maybe okay. somebody wants their fucking in three hours back. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> Being very it took a full day for me to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Watch it on a phone. Who cares? <laughs> Disrespecting Marty like that? Holy shit! Andy's gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> wow. But you were agreeing with me, Andy, that anime. I think anime sits in that same place where it should be. Or Studio Ghibli for sure should be seen on a bigger screen to see everything that there is to can. see. Yeah. Yeah. I feel and like ninety percent also... of the consumption is not though. As far as like an like a, like an American consumption of of that particular vehicle, I think it's mostly word of mouth and people right. going like, "What the fuck do you mean you've never seen Princess Mononoke?" And then like <laughs> setting up some sort of like Clockwork Orange thing and then making their friend watch it. And but I feel like most of the time it's not consumed on a on a I... big 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 screen. So I feel like with Miyazaki, it's more of a he doesn't want his movies to be like something that people throw on in the background and then don't pay attention to. You know what I mean? Martin Scorsese's argument is that you should go see every movie in a movie theater. But I feel like Miyazaki is like, I make these movies for people to like sit and enjoy the whole thing in one sitting. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not it's saying not, that it's not mainly consumed yeah. on phones. I'm sure it is with anime. But I'm just saying like specifically Studio Ghibli, like, you just, I, I think you could, I guess you could make that argument, maybe except for the Irishman, that you will get more of an experience out of it seeing it on a bigger screen. <laughs> so, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> fucking gird your loins, Scorsese, because Roderick's coming for you. Yeah. Man. I can, yeah, Sammy, I can agree with you that, yes, like anime should be seen on a big screen. I can also, like, not drag fucking Martin Scorsese's <laughs> name through the mud because his movie should also be seen Just on a big Irishman. screen. Just the Irishman. Everything else, great. What a, what a Someone's getting a fucking I heart Irishman. Martin Scorsese jerk over you Christmas. That Fine. Movie so much. The first ha- hour and a half, good. Watch that on a big screen and then switch to a phone. <laughs> <laughs> The first hour and a half is fine. Are you part of that movie? Is it's like the la- it's like about? three different movies. I don't care. Make your pick. <laughs> this is the weirdest tangent for a kids mini series. <laughs> oh, we're we talking about animated act. stuff, not old men. Oh, all right, yeah. Get the fuck out of my face, Sammy. We're, let's talk about over the garden wall before <laughs> yeah, I take a shit. Sammy's choice, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sammy, did you like Over the Garden Wall? No. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, like huh? gonna be contrarian. Yeah, fucking watch it on a PSP. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'll boot up my fucking Sammy, Game did Boy. You watch, yeah. Did you watch Over the Garden Wall on your Apple Watch? Or yeah, that's where I watched it. Sitting on your couch? How was that? Great. <laughs> no, I, you, well, I think it's... You had only seen half of it. So did yeah. you enjoy the back half? I did. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think, and it may not even been half of it as I was watching it. I think I made it to the the episode with the highwayman, and I think that's as far as I got. As I was watching, I was like, oh, I, I didn't. I don't remember the because ep- I think the ep- next episode is them in that yeah. guy's mansion, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't remember this part at all. So I really didn't make it as far as I thought. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was a very mansion. strange episode, like in the whole greater scheme of all of the episodes. Right. I feel like there was. Like, it's always interesting when it's like, oh, this is just a ten episode thing to have anything that like when it's just like a complete tangent or complete side thing. It's like, oh, it's you don't have that kind of time if it's only ten in ten episodes that yeah, are like, ten what are you minutes doing? long too. <laughs> right. Um, I, I did read that, so originally they had planned it was going to be 18 episodes long. I did see something Jesus. about that, too. Jesus. And, well, it was going to be a series, and then Patrick McHale kind of said, I feel like it would be more prestige and probably viewed in more of, like, an artistic light if maybe we did it as a mini series. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be yeah. 18 episodes, and then they cut it down to 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. one of the things that all the writers fought for was, like, we need to have a couple episodes in here that are just, like, feel good just like goofy just like regular mm-hmm. episodes because you can't have auntie whispers show up in every episode and still right. air it on cartoon network at seven well i love that part of it too <laughs> where it's like really trying to you know it's on cartoon network because it has those like adult themes and like scary stuff in it but then my favorite was at the the second to last episode where and they're like we're drinking um age appropriate things and doing age appropriate activities that was my and i was like they're really pushing joke. to make yeah. sure that was my yeah. favorite joke in the entire show yeah. We're definitely drinking age-appropriate drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that that it was still had to. It was obviously on Cartoon Network, and I mean, I watched all the way through the end of the credits just to hear the little co- Cartoon Network jingle because I love that. Yeah. That was a nostalgic sound, so I was like, yeah. "That's great." Well, and 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 depending on how much work is already done, if you're gonna have something on the chopping block, it's probably not gonna be the episode with John fucking Cleese. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's a good point. Too. <laughs> like that's 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 one you hang on to right so that, so i get it that episode in particular is really interesting mm-hmm. and because i feel like he's dead i feel like he is a ghost there are a lot of references in that episode that he is actually dead that yeah. perhaps i am yeah <laughs> mad <laughs> and, well i guess in that episode you do get some backstory on wirt and beatrice so like that makes it a Maybe they've added that to make it more of an episode that like needed to be in there because they talk about their their backstories a little bit. And in the ninth episode, when they are um, creeping on the other kids in the graveyard, uh, Greg is hiding behind a gravestone that says uh, Quincy Endicott. So oh, <laughs> funny. Okay, got him. <laughs> yeah, that ass so is dead. He's, yeah. But again, then it's the whole argument is like, is this just a Jacob's Ladder situation where he didn't, none of this happened. And they were, he was, it was just all when he was in the water (laughs) and he saw, and he saw Quincy Endicott on a grave. And that's why he had that thought as he was almost drowning in the water. Maybe. (laughs) The only thing that makes, goes against that is then, uh, Greg also is like, here's all the things we did. (laughs) Like they both have the same, like, they both went through it. the, The witch's bell. Oh yeah, then there's that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, a name <laughs> that will inspire terror in a in a one Andy Wickwire for time immemorial. Yeah, Andy Whispers fucked me right up, and then immediately <laughs> fucked that immediately when they uh, get Lorna to escape, and she's the that's real what, demon. Fucked me up even me worse. Up. Yeah, that was that was the, probably the scariest thing in the whole series. Was uh, <laughs> fucking uh, yeah. It's it's Tim Curry as Anti Whispers mm-hmm. and Chris Isaac as Enoch, just neck yeah. and neck so for, scary. For, for creepy as shit. Oh, yeah. oh man, I, I, I the the Chris Isaac thing. I uh, just recently, like this morning, when I was going through the cast, because as I was watching individual episodes, I would go, who who is that, yeah, and, and mm-hmm. look it up, and it's like. Oh, it's that's Thomas Lennon or yeah, right. or whoever, and and oh, that was he, that was that was good, an incredible but, uh, <laughs> Thomas, Lennon Thomas Lennon reveal. Thomas Lennon stuck in this gorilla costume. Man of mine. <laughs> I imagine that they showed him a sketch of the character, and he went, "I know exactly the voice I'm going to do." <laughs> Easy, it's great. Fucking Christopher Lloyd. As soon as like great, the, mm-hmm. the woodsman He's opened so his mouth, I was like, "Fuck, all right, <laughs> yeah." Ryan. Fantastic, and and Melanie Linsky mm-hmm. uh, doing. I always forget that she's a Kiwi. Yeah, uh, yeah, because she, her American accent is very, very good, and really good. I mean, she's really good friends with Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. so I'm sure he had. 
because uh, this is based off of a, a short that they had done years prior. And I watched while it. While they were it's, working. Yeah. It's called Tome of the Unknown, and it's just, it's like a nine episode, or a nine minute, not a nine episode, nine, a nine minute thing. And it literally, the first minute is the start of this, the actual series of them walking in the forest and then mm-hmm. Greg not being there, and they're like, where'd he go? But then what it actually ends up being is they find a vegetable man with a ve- vegetable car. And they go to a town with vegetable people, and they like sing a song there, and then a bunch of birds show up, and that's that's the that that's the short. That's all it is on that one. And huh. It kind of sets up that they're gonna keep going. It's that same kind of thing. Like there's gonna be more kind of a thing. Um, but mm. it, it, I was like, oh, this could have just been in this series. It could have just been an episode right. in the the show. It wasn't like a complete thing at all. Before I just like glom a bunch of love on top of this for the rest of the time. I will get out of the way, like, my main sort of, like, bone of mm-hmm. contention with it, which is the whole sequence in the Cloud City. When, oh, the Wizard of Oz? When, Wait, when, literally Wizard of yeah, Oz. When, yes. Yeah, when, and, and it's a fun, like, little homage to the, like, Steamboat Willie mm, era. 30s animation. Yeah, like, yeah. so I, I get that, but it's the, the stylistic change is like it's it's different enough to where you know something else is going on there's some sort of like change in in reality as compared mm-hmm. to the rest but what it, it it evokes isn't necessarily the the thing that it's going for in as much as like eerie like christian children's vhs tapes that i stumble on in in my in my in treasure seeking uh and 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 that was just a little disconcerting when i was watching yeah i I think that for me if i had say the the one episode like the weakest episode i feel like that i mean it gives you like a look into greg's head i feel like is kind of like the thing Uh of like how he just sees a lot of things but i don't think it really explained why he decided to go and then like join the beast like i didn't think it did like a good he was just like i'm gonna go with the beast now and it's like did it really depressed. set that up <laughs> to do that so yeah i i, I, I get where you're coming I, from i i think i kind of see him getting like worn down through the whole thing like getting more and more frustrated his his threshold for greg gets a little lower and lower mm. i call him greg mm-hmm. like we're like homies yeah but. Yep. Uh, you are but <laughs> Raymond got fucking dogpiled on in the chat. Yeah, how, for expressing Raymond, an unpopular opinion want to about Greg. Want to say? <laughs> okay, I dare you. I was, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, so there's been like okay, so there's like a shift in the last twenty twenty five years in children's media where uh, most kids are represented by like. Uh, shows that treat them like preschoolers whether or not it's mm-hmm. actually intended to be preschoolers like Dora the Explorer fucking Caillou or whatever and then kids shows like well if they're intended for an older audience sometimes it's just like Caillou but slightly older and uh, for like the first half of the series Greg just felt like that bullshit to me where like I understood <laughs> what he was doing I understand that he's a kid I'm also 30 years old and this is a kid's <laughs> show. But like it just annoyed the shit out of me that like See that those does nothing. I don't I mean he maybe only it's causes just... trouble. Right. His jokes aren't funny. But like also it's it's very much representative in my experience of a real kid and that's exactly how mm. kids actually are. And so like I get it. He's, and I I like that like based on patrick McHale's actual song. sure and it makes sense it yeah. totally feels right. like a real kid it just annoys the shit out of me and i appreciate <laughs> that in the show they also like when he says something entirely like nonsensical were and beatrice kind of like look at him for a second and they go okay whatever else we're, right. like, they just ignore him like you ignore children and that's yeah. and, like that's fine and then like halfway through the show i feel like he finally gets agency and he starts doing stuff and, like i wish Mm-hmm. That would have started a little bit earlier, but I get that like mm-hmm. you have to understand that he's like really a kid, so right. I understand it. I'm not begrudging the show that because I'm also 30 and this is a show aimed at like eight to 12 year olds, but mm-hmm. it just it just it's exact kind of like children's media representation that I absolutely hate <laughs> watching. <laughs> and, and I'm like the complete like I I don't know why the, the I just like really enjoy those like high voice like 
kid kind of characters. I can't remember the name of the show, but there was a, a character named, like, Catbug in some, like, animated show that was trying to be Adventure Time, where it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. But the other thing that it makes me think of Bravest, is... Bravest Warriors? Warriors? Yeah, Bravest Warriors, yeah. yeah. I love Catbug. And then the other thing that I have, like, favorited on my YouTube is Mr. Muffin. Have you seen that, where Mr. Muffin goes, Eat me! Yeah. And the guy goes, No thanks, Mr. Muffin. He goes, But I want to die! <laughs> like, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> it's like that kind of, like, where it's a super cute, but it's in, like, a creepy kind of setting, or, like, or other things are going on at the same time where you're like, I love that guy. <laughs> so I was full on board with Greg the whole time. But I, Raymond, I will, now that you've explained it, rather than yeah. just saying... Uh, fuck Greg fuck right Greg at the, right the game. <laughs> I, your explanation I got one totally sentence. makes more sense. Yeah. I got one sentence in, and I just said I actively hated him until about halfway through the show. And then and that's, all yeah, like, you don't come you out know, swinging like that. It. That's a bad idea. You got you got, you got the, the Greta Thunberg gift thrown at you. That's, that's some serious shit. You crossed the line. TJ almost kicked you out of the chat. You almost did it. <laughs> you were, there was a super majority of this podcast to impeach you. <laughs> but that makes sense, Raymond. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like in I think it's in episode one when uh they lose the turtle or something mm-hmm. and he just goes, Ain't that just the way? And then goes on and I was like, Well, I love him. <laughs> yeah. I'm all on board for Greg. <laughs> well, and I think sort of the 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 experience of the audience with that where you're you're watching Wirt try and and lead his little brother out of, of whatever this is mm-hmm. and and dealing with the fact that he's like an annoying little shit that's just gonna like wander off uh-huh. and get into trouble like that's 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 sort of his role in a cartoony way but then you also sort of see Wirt get beaten down by this like circuitous nature of this world Uh where it just keeps going in circles and circles Mm -hmm. in the forest and finding these weird places that you think might be some sort of respite but it ends up just being another dead end every single time (laughs) and so when he he no longer has any hope in himself as as the big brother trying to lead himself out is when he's finally like all right you, you fucking you do do whatever you want greg i don't i don't give a shit like that's that's sort of you know leading him into the the arms of the beast and then leading Gregory into his own path is mm-hmm. like what he what he ends up doing when he goes like oh I need to be a leader now, mm-hmm. so I I I I think that's yeah sort of kind of coinciding uh, as like a narrative element and sort of like a visceral thing for the audience too where you're just like you're done with this kid mm-hmm. and and if you're if you're, you know, strapped into the narrative, you're like, kind of like, where the fuck is this going? Because right. like, a- Adelaide's not real. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, that that was that was, you know, revealed and and all these other things that don't seem to be leading to like some other sort of fairy figure or other sort of way out of this thing. Mm-hmm. So like, you as the audience member are sort of beat down with word. Right. And I and right off the gate, like even with that, he's like an awful big brother. Like literally, the first two yeah. seconds, he like they're like, "Where'd he go?" And he's like, "Oh, he's gone." <laughs> like he, he and that constantly happens where Greg just wanders right. off and he's not really like watching him. So that's another thing that he has to so, like trying to be the big brother, but also not really trying to be the big brother because right. he like mm-hmm. doesn't really watch him or care. Like that was something sure that like okay. I was holding against the show for like I probably until the second to last episode where like. I was like, he's supposed to be his brother, and he introduces him as his brother multiple times, but then Greg just fucks off, and he just, like, isn't paying attention, not paying attention at all to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't understand why you would have this character do this. That makes no sense that Greg would just keep going off, and where it would be like, whatever, until it gets to the flashback episode, and, and fucking Greg's like, Oh, you should join band. Dad thinks you should join band or whatever. And then Wirt just turns and goes like, "You're dad." And I was like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. locked in for me. I get it now." Step That's brother. a very I got it. brother relationship. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I was like, "I get it. That makes sense now." The f- and he as says, as he said, point, "Your dad." I was like, "Okay, got it." <laughs> and earlier, he makes like a, just a reference to Beatrice, like, or mm-hmm. he says stepdad or something like that earlier, yeah. but you don't make that connection. And I think it up to like it almost feels like it just a, it could have been just a movie, like. Uh-huh. Um, if you just took out the like the intros and the sure. credits that it, mm-hmm. it just the only thing that is like oh you'd have to set up a little bit more that it was a flashback I, I almost I totally get why that the ninth episode is the mm-hmm. flashback but I was like it it fits so well for what like getting them but I was like because it really just throws you in you're like he's just like oh like the first episode he's just like 
oh, we're lost. What? Where are we? And like, uh, you have no like. And I feel like there's a lot of that like, like where is this going? Kind of a thing until you get to that ninth episode. That it's like, I wonder if there could have been more. Like, and I'm not saying like move that ninth episode to the first episode because I think it works better where it's at. But I was like, mm-hmm. I like TJ was saying. I feel like there could have been a little bit more of like more maybe references as they're going to get to the ninth episode to be like, oh, okay, now it all kind of clicks instead of it all clicking in the ninth episode. Because mm-hmm. again, I was like, again, I only watched, what, three or four episodes? So I just assumed this was a world that they always lived in. It was a, a big shock for me when I was like, oh, this isn't <laughs> what they're the used to. the real world, yeah. Even at all, yeah. <laughs> so that was a big it's surprise like, for me. Yeah. It's like 80, late 80s, early 90s. like Right. Mm-hmm. So contemporary, but not man, really. I was so close to hit and purchase on that well, the the Mondo uh, soundtrack where they came out with a vinyl and then you could buy his four Sarah cassette. Oh man, I was so close to, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, I was like, I don't know what that four Sarah cassette is because I hadn't finished it yet. So I was like, I couldn't really buy it because I was like, uh, I don't know all of it yet. <laughs> apparently, the cassette is like extra poetry that like Patrick McHale wrote and then Elijah Wood recorded cool. to like put on there it's... and then they put extra shit on there. That's awesome. It's available, I believe. They put it out on SoundCloud, so you can go oh, very listen funny. to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a place you would put it. <laughs> exactly. I sort of like that. The narrative is crafted even in these sort of like little bottle episodes. Mm-hmm. Like the the mansion one, honestly, is like it's it's probably the biggest stretch for me to try and think of like the main theme in it, I guess like that's more like salient as compared to like the tavern one that's talking about like well everybody's fitting in their little squared peg the and, and this is yeah yeah the highwayman I'm, he's the highwayman I love that joke he's just like I'm the highwayman and Worst is like okay okay <laughs> yeah. and then it starts into the song <laughs> <laughs> just interrupts him again uh-huh. yeah. and with uh with yeah it's 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 talking about like you know meeting everybody else's expectations based on you know this label and this little box that you're supposed to fit in mm-hmm. and and so like i thought that that was a, a cool thing that in each episode you you get sort of one of those kind of themes and like mm-hmm. the 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 teacher and her baggage you know yes. bringing everybody else down i love the reveal that he's been gone for 8 days <laughs> a whole 8 <laughs> days and she's like it's over <laughs> Right. Well, no, wait, no. I think I read. I think I read in the IMDb that it was two days, and she said it felt like eight days. <laughs> so even like worse. <laughs> there's an extended, there's an extended version of the song on the soundtrack that reveals he's only been gone for two days, but she feels like it's been. That's eight. it. Yeah, that's funny. Oh I still God. think the one that, honestly, even though there's some creepy imagery with the ant whisper or anti whispers, and um, with. You, when you get that flash of what the beast, what the beast looks like, when you get that flash of that, that's pretty creepy too. But honestly, Terrifying. I think the one that still creeps me out the most is the 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 Pottsfield, the Pumpkin Man guy. He is uh, Enoch. Just, Enoch, yeah, he is yeah. just. And to reveal that Enoch is just a cat, <laughs> I like that reveal. <laughs> what a wicked game! What a wicked game! <laughs> it's like you'll all join us, or you'll join us eventually. And I was like, ooh, that's. I did. I did like that. Multiple places, they either have like very famous guest voices or the actors mm. that are like the recurring characters a bunch of them are just musicians like the beast is not an actor yeah. the beast is like a famous operatic musician and the, cool. fr- mm. the voice of the frog is another famous musician that's not yeah, that, that was an actor that was and good. like mm. chris isaac yeah <laughs> so that's i thought that was really cool because i was like the beast has like a cool fucking voice who is this guy and he's just a singer mm. his one his one tv movie credit is over the garden wall so it's like that's really cool that is really cool and then you got and uh, it, the the imagery in it is so distinctive uh-huh. and evocative and you know like sort of like turn of the century and like very distinctly american yeah. it feels like an like an american fairy tale uh-huh. mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which um is, is interesting you like you sort of get the same archetypes of like like the tafford and things like uh-huh. that but yeah, through through the whole core of it, it, it feels just like very very American. Uh, it feels very like grim, very fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, the reveal! I was so glad that he revealed that he was dressed up as an elephant. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, pretend to be a dead elephant. <laughs> 
And that's the other thing just, that bugged me about Wirt too, and I guess it's part of his like character. It's like he portrays that he's like, oh man, no one likes me, and uh, Sarah definitely doesn't like me. And then you see the flashback, and it's like everyone likes him. <laughs> and like I was like, wow. My part of me was like, why mm-hmm. do they like him? Because <laughs> he's the thing like, about insecurity and projection, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> like he, Jason Thunderburger is like oh. the biggest loser. And Word yes. is somehow better than he is, but he's like Jason Funderburger. <laughs> like, right, that, that was pretty good. This guy's got everything. As soon as he says that in the episode, one of the episodes, you're like, oh, he must be some like jock guy or whatever. And then no. it gets revealed that, yeah, he's just a he's biggest, the biggest loser. Yeah. And that's why when uh, he goes to like find her jacket and there is the jock guy standing there, I think mm-hmm. you're supposed to think that's Jason. Uh-huh. Right. And yep, then yeah. it's not. And then it's fucking loser. Well, yeah, but he just, like, and I, again, I, like, get it for his character, but he, like, assumes he's not invited to that party, and he goes in, and everyone waves and says hi to him. Like, he obviously was allowed, at the, like, invited to that party, but he mm-hmm. just assumes that because who he is, that he wasn't invited or whatever, so it's just, I think it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, and I, I think that also kind of speaks to the world that, like, uh, they end up going into um, in, I mean, it's, it's both of their heads, ostensibly, right. but, like, initially you know the the main perspective character that we're supposed to be following is Wirt, mm-hmm. and so this is a world where like greg is not rewarded for just bumbling into everything uh-huh. and like he can't get out of anything because he's cute like it doesn't it doesn't work like that where like in in the other world where it's like a cripplingly embarrassing thing for him to like walk into a room full of teenagers go like hey where's that girl that my brother has a crush on i have a tape of poetry for her like mm-hmm. like everybody kind of laughs it off and like and that's sort of like part of of the his insecurity mm-hmm. is probably a projection of that but in in this fantasy world thing yeah like greg just like bumbling upstairs like gets auntie whispers downstairs and so there's yeah. real consequences for him just being a bumbling little piece of shit all the time or when he he gets the two pennies that they need <laughs> throws, and he throws them in the well and he's like he <laughs> was wrong no i had no sense at all <laughs> no sense at all <laughs> like the chinatown ending yeah. <laughs> to, to that episode <laughs> the kid's hilarious <laughs> yeah greg rules disagree but <laughs> he didn't even respectfully disagree get him i think by the end he earns his place i do not think he rules <laughs> i'm gonna make another twitter to cancel you every line of his is perfect oh wow yeah, i may a- add it to the pile of ta- taylor's dead twitters <laughs> this is gonna be mainly exclusively for canceling raymond raymond i may have been able to uh like agree with you more and easily uh-huh. come over to your side but I think that we're all forgetting the fucking banger that is potatoes and potatoes molasses. Potatoes and molasses. Oh, I hate yeah. the, fact the fact that, that was easily like the molasses. low point of the show for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the worst part of the show for me is that song goes on for so but, long and there's nothing to it. it all the other songs other are way better. Andy's so mad. Oh man, every other Andy's song is fucking furious. I need to get. I need to get. I need to get the one idea place. of the song is one food plus the other food is great. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing mm-hmm. in the song. Yes. The other songs are so much better. <laughs> you cannot agree until you fucking eat potatoes and molasses, Andy. That will send you into a diabetic coma. And I will be there waiting. Fuck. <laughs> 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 coming for me so hard on today's podcast. <laughs> no, TJ's not. No. no. TJ... TJ's film. TJ's doing great today, but Sam how am I not the antagonist? Wait, wait, wait! Why did I? Why did I come for you, Andy? Me coming at the Irishman means I'm coming for you. (laughs) No, you come for Papa Marty. You come for all of us. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Wow. I thought we were. I thought this was gonna be a a a podcast about potatoes and molasses. (laughs) You're not wrong. Wow. Even won't stand for it. The fellowship is broken. <laughs> All over potatoes and molasses. I thought the rest I know of the episode was really do. funny, and I just did not like that song at all. Maybe that's my wow. fault. Maybe I just don't like potatoes and molasses together. I don't know. Who's Maybe. to say? 
Who's to say? <laughs> Not you, because no one's going to try This is like a that. culinary principle thing. I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone has the culinary principle. <laughs> there's there's a dude at my work that doesn't like uh, uh, upstart pigs in movies. He doesn't like Babe. He doesn't like Wilbur. He doesn't like pigs that, that don't stay in their lane. Okay, so he, he likes, them on them? A, likes them on a plate. Yeah, likes them on a plate. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, okay, I want yeah, him you... to continue and name other movies that have upstart pigs you name the two <laughs> is there more <laughs> animal farm <laughs> i mean that, right, those yeah. pigs are mad i think that's very yeah, a, it's a, a very niche thing yeah. to not like because there's like two movies that are like that it's three. <laughs> uh, babe two oh city. you're right sorry I'm that pig is in the city that's pretty upstart. Yeah, pig in the pig city. In the city. <laughs> pretty bougie of, of babe <laughs> there's a pretty good pig in the movie barnyard are you looking up pigs yeah. in movies right now? <laughs> I am absolutely looking up pigs in movies right now. Miss Piggy. Uh, Miss Piggy. Yeah. The the parents in Spirited Away. Well. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, but you forgot to look up upstart pigs in movies. <laughs> upstart pigs. That's probably a band. There's pigs that there's do too Gordy. much. There's what? Oh, yeah. Gordy. Okay. Gordy, the Disney movie Gordy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What about Spider Pig in the Simpsons movie? Yeah. Okay. Spider Ham. Yeah. You're right. Oh yeah, from Spider. He does. He does a lot. There's a lot happening with Spider Ham. That's true. Yeah. Peter. Parker. I would agree. Bill with Hader. Maybe not. Not for everybody. Bill Hader's Parker. a pig in both Angry Birds One and Angry Birds Two. Oh my god. Can't forget those <laughs> classics. Right up there on the shelf. I don't think these movie. are pig films. These are films in which pigs are featured. Yes, you're missing yeah. the whole point that he doesn't like. It's that there's upstart pigs as main characters is the thing he doesn't like. I guess is the vehicle. Yeah, okay. That's 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 fair. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a tangent that was. <laughs> I'm glad we got this through an episode those, of tangents. The, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think we're as off as many tangents as I feel like we did in uh, Coming to America. I feel like we barely talked about Coming to America. <laughs> it was in there. That movie. Yeah. <laughs> we talked a lot about that movie. What are you talking about? Eventually. I think the Hollywood Confidential episode is the one that... Uh, LA Confidential? Yeah. Yeah. I was not batting a thousand on that one. <laughs> uh, I was going to uh, say, fuck. there are definitely episodes where we like talk about the movie and then move on for 40 minutes to talk about <laughs> something else. And uh, <laughs> that was not one of them. There, I mean, like the most notable piece of news that could potentially set that off is the the uh, Edgar Wright Running Man, uh, and and that's Crazy. mainly because I want to I want to start a betting pool on on who's gonna take the uh, the the Schwarzenegger uh, uh, mantle up in that just one. give it the size colin farrell colin yeah, farrell yeah. tried with the total recall remake and admittedly well, that wasn't like trying to remake the verhoeven thing that was different, no but and still. and i imagine that this is going to be uh, an adaptation of the book right so it may okay. not resemble the schwarzenegger movie very well because that doesn't really have that much in resemblance with the book no. my heart is going to be set on on it, on that on that personally but that's just my that's oh, I mean, Schwarzenegger was not really the best casting for that character. So I How dare you? Be... Well, he is in my heart. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, doesn't really fit the description from the book. Pretty sure he's Native American I... in the book. Oh, definitely oh. not Arnie. Interesting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I might be huh. wrong. But... <laughs> if anyone's read, I had no him. idea Austria was in America. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> fantastic. No, uh, that's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to temper my expectations. Then I don't know how. I mean, if it's if it's that different, I don't know. I mean, like I think any role is subtly improved by just swapping you out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. TJ, did you literally mm -hmm. start a tangent on purpose in the middle of our discussion? <laughs> just so you no, not even. <laughs> trying to prove that this has the most tangents just trying to <laughs> i was also seeing andy over in the corner uh, using sign language to motion that he was recording the podcast and i was playing for time <laughs> but I, yeah you're doing I, great i appreciate it <laughs> that's fair <laughs> anyway <laughs> so i think i'm realizing that getting back to what we're talking about um that i one of my favorite genres now is things that seem cute and innocent that are not at all <laughs> like having the like 
things that look like cartoons that are like have that creepy element or mm-hmm. a thing that I like love and I it was supposed to become a TV show and I don't think it ever did was and Andy and I watched it a ton but um the don't hug me I'm scared thing on, on YouTube I don't know if Raymond or TJ or no. have you watched any of those Absolutely. but they are oh I can't what you have not watched any of them <laughs> no I've heard oh. the name once, and I went, that's probably not for me, and I just never investigated. Oh, oh it no, is. Raymond, my it favorite. Is it is <laughs> my favorite thing on YouTube. I'll have to look yeah. that up. It is eight episodes, yeah. and okay. it is. And it's. I think it's the same kind of thing where a lot of the, the where Over the Garden Wall does is, like, it's very, like, cute at first, and it's, like, very, like, innocent, and then it's slowly by the end is just the scariest thing ever, <laughs> just every time. And it's eight episodes of it. And it, it was supposed to be like a whole TV show, but then I think COVID hit, and I don't know if it ended up happening or not. Oh, but, I just looked up um, a poster of this. That is, are they puppets? It is, or like knockoff puppets? Yeah, it's all it's like puppets. Yeah. It's like it's supposed to look like Come a out. kids like TV show. Like it's like oh, you're learning about your colors, but then it is a song, and it just gets. And I, TJ, oh, before you say you're four. out, you need to watch the first episode. Yeah. Just watch the first one, because again, Over the Guard Wall reminds me a lot of this kind of like. Where it has that like, oh, it's just fun, innocent, but and then TJ or Andy and I went like deep deep dive and figured out like what the whole thing is there's even about. And oh, there's wow. like okay. what is the whole meaning of it is, and it's just it's it's so good. I love it. I just looked at my old man suspenders on. I don't trust puppets. <laughs> I mean you shouldn't and don't touch or don't, don't hug me, I'm scared. You shouldn't. You and shouldn't. I'm not gonna get into the difference between Muppets and puppets. I won't I won't. <laughs> there's a whole lot either. of digital style going on. Oh interesting. Digital okay. style, okay. there's okay. time. How to be a yeah. mad, how to use your imagination. It teaches a lot of good lessons. I want to show yeah. it to my, my hmm. students, but I'm probably get in trouble. I think you should. No, I think you should. <laughs> I'll endorse you. <laughs> if, if anybody, if you have any mad parents, just direct them in my, just direct them towards me. I'll talk to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The school okay. district wants to call me up and ask me why I approved it. I'll, I'll tell them why. You'll just show them your master's degree and they'll be like, all right, fine. Well, I understand. Send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I I can't believe you guys haven't even seen like one episode of that. You guys I have to check out, I at have. least check out Never even heard of it. the first one about being creative. Maybe I have me. seen that. I feel like I've seen that maybe in something else, like another show or something used a clip of it, I feel like. But maybe I, I looked at it and it's like, I feel like I've seen that image. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that. The watched. first episode, at least, is very, like I feel like pretty famous, or like it was viral for a little while. Yeah, but maybe. Not. Maybe, but, but I, I, the, I didn't. My favorite one is the the internet one. The internet one is my favorite, but I think that's episode three or four or something. But yeah, so that I I think that's what I'm realizing is like I really like the stuff that's like cute and innocent, where but it also has that like creepy undertone tone through the whole thing. Like uh, I just yeah. I think that's like a cool. I like it. That's a cool concept. I think maybe mm-hmm. that's why I was so uh, scared while watching this show, is I was expecting it to get darker, like Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. I was, like, waiting right. for, mm-hmm. in each episode, for it to turn, like, really dark. Yeah, I wonder I think what this show would have been like if it wasn't on Cartoon Network, if it would have been on, like, Adult Swim or, like, Comedy Central or something, you know, like, some that kind of, like, if they it were able to go, like, produced. creepier with it. I'm not saying, yeah. like, they would change, I don't think... It, maybe yeah. HBO. Yeah, I was wondering if it would no, be that I was think actually, because oh, go ahead. I, I I think because the 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 creep and the spoop is is so parsed out, mm-hmm. like it just makes it more impactful when it does mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Like like I like Auntie Whispers hits hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that you wouldn't have any of that. I don't think Cartoon Network would be willing to take as many of those risks if you didn't have things like Flapjack that mm-hmm. pushed the boundaries when it was on and especially adventure time like, and adventure yeah. time yeah right. the lich king is like still oh, voiced by, by ron perlman yeah <laughs> yeah like there are really scary things that happen in adventure time and that's a show that is like loved by a lot of small children like little kids do really really enjoy that show mm-hmm. and what? so i feel like cartoon oh, network ahead. understood that and that and they i mean who else is making cartoons at this level like nickelodeon doesn't really make cartoons anymore they do mm-hmm. they do and they admit it bad episodes of spongebob like that's what they do <laughs> yeah. for cartoons well that's what i was gonna say is like even like back when spongebob was really popular and making good episodes it even added some creepy things into it at times like uh-huh. every one like mm-hmm. every 10 episodes you know like it wasn't as common but that was always like they were they're like seeing how popular spongebob was and had that would have those creepy things in it too they're like oh yeah why not 
And I mean, like, you have Fox will do their animated shows, and like Cartoon mm-hmm. Network will do it, and HBO actually just announced a bunch of adult a- adult oriented animated shows, and I cool. feel like you get a lot of those, but really, Cartoon Network feels like they're one of the only outlets for cartoons that are aimed towards like not two year olds, right? You know, yeah. you, Netflix and Amazon are pumping out oh like, just garbage shows. Yeah, mindless shows for, like, Mm two-year-olds, but you don't really have, like, the shows that are for the 10 to 15-year-old range, Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what Cartoon Network is putting out with stuff like Steven Universe, and, you know, a little bit more mature for that for that age group mm-hmm. well, what was I the one that you watched tj that was from the guy who did adventure time that was was that on netflix that's on, what that's was on that? netflix was it on netflix yeah so i remember you gospel. saying you like that tj for the most part midnight, right midnight um gospel midnight gospel oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah with uh with duncan trussell and uh pendleton ward but that was more that's of a, tvma right that's what i was gonna say it's an yeah. adult show right yeah, yeah, that's 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 Pendleton Ward unchained. That's <laughs> that's that's yeah, Pendleton Ward getting got to doodle dicks and <laughs> and they have them included in an episode. So yeah, that's 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 a good time. Yeah. And I've always but, wanted to sit down and watch all of Adventure Time because like I know that it like cuz the first like however many seasons are just like fun episodes, but I know that later it actually becomes more of an actual story mm-hmm. and they really get into it and it becomes like really impactful and has like really good messages in it but i was like i you have to i feel like you still have to get through that stuff before and I, i've always wanted to watch through all of it i watched i well, the most i watched adventure time was when it was just those episodic stuff mm-hmm. i never really watched any of the ones when it was for more story driven uh-huh. and had more of the stuff around it but i've always wanted to watch all of it because it's done now i guess you just said that they're gonna do more episodes but i thought it was they're it, like it, one it, off they've something. done yeah. They do specials, like one-off specials gotcha. of different characters. So, like, the first one, it's called, like, Adventure Time Outer Worlds or something like mm. that. And mm. so, like, the first one they put out was just an episode about Bimo, And then they just put one that was about um, Bubblegum and... Uh, Marceline. Marceline. Oh, fuck mm. yeah. Okay. So uh, it, that's it's the, very cool. Uh, that was the the custom uh, cover that uh, I had uh, drawn at Emerald City Comic Con that year. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you, you could buy that. you could buy a blank cover and have one of the artists do a thing. Mm-hmm. I did uh, 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 Bubblegum and Marceline's wedding. That was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's right. Was, I do remember that. I remember that. That is <laughs> a very pepper- cool looking cover <laughs> with peppermint butler officiating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so right, you you're gonna so look many at us? fun bottle episodes. I mean, they do that on the show already, where they're like wonderful little bottle episodes with just like peppermint butler mm. or like uh god i uh, what like rusty or whatever the little guy with a little mustache mm. <laughs> with a little cinnamon <laughs> roll <laughs> but like yeah like there's there's a billion of they're like muppets like like they they have like muppet level appeal i think <laughs> where these like, characters are <laughs> own like fascinating person that mm. you want to like expect right. and that's what i was gonna say raymond are you gonna look at us and say that bimo is not a good character are you gonna look us in the eye <laughs> So, okay, all right. Bimo's not the same archetype that he's talking not about. Not the same. No, okay, all right. <laughs> no. No, Bimo is the best, so don't even come for him, all right? <laughs> yeah. I love when they go to the little Bimo factory and find, and find out where Bimo came from. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good later episode. I think Adventure Time is, okay. like, the last fully kids cartoon that I've I have watched. It, I haven't watched mm-hmm. all of it because I Cartoon Network not being on streaming available i missed mm-hmm. like i think the last season or so but yeah I, I kept up with it quite a bit i know that like disney plus is really like wanting to step up their animation game mm. but it i mean they're producing walt disney animation is going to produce a bunch of straight up shows for them i like, saw the that first time yeah. that they've branched out to do that and i think that's cool but i still think that's for a different audience than most right. of the Right, like I was gonna say like I feel like they're gonna direct those at kids, don't you think? Or do you? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're really successful with like Wandavision and Mandalorian, so maybe they'll yeah. kind of try to direct it to more. But I, I will say that um, I watch on Disney Plus uh, the Mickey Mouse cartoons, and those oh, yes. are great. Aid. Those are hilarious. You've shown me some episodes of that, and every time I'm I I laugh at least once in an episode every time you show me one because they, they are just. They're great. After years and years, they finally were like, oh, we can let Mickey Mouse be a character again. Because, like, in the early days of Mickey Mouse, he's, like, a little shit. Like, he's a scoundrel. Mm-hmm. And 
as he became like the more brain. recognizable than Jesus, they were like, he can't have a personality. <laughs> Mickey Mouse can't do anything but walk around and say, oh gosh, oh golly. But the, at some point, Disney was like, well, I guess do whatever you want. And they brought in, I can't remember what the guy had done. I, I want to say he worked on like Gumball or something mm. like that. And they brought him in to basically take over the, and do new Mickey Mouse shorts. And they are hilarious. Like, there, there's some pretty like mature humor in there, and they remind me. Some of them remind me of like old SpongeBob episodes. Nice, they're, and it reminds great. me I of rec- like I recommend watching them. Teen Titans Go level or like Bat- the Batman Lego Movie level of like references within it too. Like you can tell they mm-hmm. really know like their Disney lore oh, when yeah. they do those episodes because like there's yes. what's his, the 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 wizard's name. Yiznid or whatever his name is, Yen-Sid. like Yen Sid. Yeah, Yen Sid. Yeah, like there's just it, we're just watching episodes. Of, they just reference a bunch of stuff too. That's like super cool. Like if you grew what, up Disney watching backwards. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah. he was yeah. the the wizard from Fantasia. Like he's uh, a character. Uh, yeah. Uh, TJ figured it out. <laughs> Cracked the case. I'm up to speed. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's another, another thing cool that. Another thing that that show do, does that I think is really interesting is it, it does several episodes where it's like Mickey Mouse is a delivery boy in like 1970s Paris, but that whole episode that's set in France will be in French. Oh, and funny. You can un- so like wh- whenever they like place Mickey Mouse in a different country, the all of the dialogue will be in the native language, and it's just like Mickey Mouse yelling like "Bonjour," and it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, but another the, favorite. The visual Favorite. storytelling of it is so well that you can tell oh, yeah. exactly what's going on, and it's still really mm. funny, even though they're all just yelling in a different language. It's uh, also very... another favorite clip of mine is when he comes across uh, Minnie like out in the woods, and he just runs up and goes, "What happened?" <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. My family hates me because I do it all the time. I just run up and go, "What happened?" <laughs> it 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 does like the mm-hmm. the old SpongeBob thing where it would like cut to a really hyper real like picture mm-hmm. of like a close up of their face where there's like <laughs> yeah. stuff like, like that, that sort of comedy. It's and great. Flapjack would do that a lot too, uh-huh. but like that sort of thing is something that they do a lot, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. So what we're saying is like watch more animated things. Yeah. <laughs> That's the message from this episode. I thought you said <laughs> yeah. watch more anime, and I was like, yeah, Jamie. that's what we need to learn. Watch from more this. anime. Watch yeah. Studio Ghibli on your phone is what we learned today. My favorite anime is Over the Garden Wall. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> watch, yeah, watch The Irishman on your phone. Best anime ever is Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do <laughs> love the different <laughs> like filmic and uh, references and homages that are in Over the Garden Wall because it feels like mm-hmm. Patrick McHale and company are like very studious like fans of all this stuff it's like the wizard mm-hmm. of oz one's really like obvious. very obvious yeah. mm-hmm. but like episode four is like very much a like a max fleischer 1930s or earlier uh, betty boop cartoon you know yep mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like even the 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 tavern lady is doing like a betty boop like voice and the highwayman is like cap calloway's cap like, Calloway. betty boop appearance yeah so it's like it's very cool to see that different visual style represented and it's like the fucking the whole I don't even know what what homage it would be necessarily, but the frog boat is absolutely like a reference to something, right? Some sort of thing. But it's like I, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I know what this is, but I could not put my finger on it. Well, you know, singing frogs uh, are are evoked in in any number of media, sure. be it Kermit, Kermit, or the <laughs> the hell of my baby, hell of my honey. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Now, Sammy, have you read the Divine Comedy? Uh, yeah, like Dante. Read... Yeah, yeah, Dante. Because yeah, there's yes, a lot yeah. of a lot of the show is like based around the Divine Comedy. Apparently, there's tons of references. The character of Beatrice is based off a character named Beatrice in the Divine Comedy. No shit. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I read that. I was like, I haven't read that. So I'm. So I are they going through the the seven layers of? <laughs> well, it's of like the I unknown. Think, <laughs> I think it's kind of obvious that like the fucking frog boat is kind of like the fucking traveling through the river sticks because like they need right. the fucking two coins to make passage on it and shit like that uh, i was like oh that's yeah, yeah. they was like we need two pennies i was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah the random numbers that they pennies. just throw out i'm like sure it's like well you gotta cross the river don't you <laughs> yeah man now i gotta just go watch it again with that in mind <laughs> uh, well and and i don't know if there's like a specific homage in general but i think it's more of of having a design principle through the whole thing of 
of sort of valuing sincerity mm-hmm. as a as a cinematic virtue through through the whole thing like it's it's uh, even like the big the big violin swells mm-hmm. and stuff like that like are uh, like evocative of like i almost expected like the credit to roll the beginning like I would if I was watching like fun and fancy mm-hmm. free or something mm-hmm. you know and and I think it's it's one of those examples of something that is able to uh, evoke and and wear its influences on its sleeve without being hokey mm-hmm. or 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 feeling hackish like it's it's more of of a manifestation of legitimate appreciation and research rather than just like trying to get in broad strokes like what like a cultural like a cultural typage of like what this would be like this is this is more born out of love i saw Mm -hmm. a review last night that said something that was like really it really stuck out with me where it was like i think the review is from like when this show came out in 2014 so i think it was like one year later in 2015 looking back on over the garden wall and they were like i think they were saying something like the biggest achievement of the show is like that Patrick McHale created something that is like post cynicism where it is like, yeah, it is like, it is so unabashedly like what it is. It is not poking fun at like, it's not being, it is being entirely sincere in what it is doing. And for that, it is like its own unique thing. Right. Yeah. yeah I think, yeah. And I, the thing I also really like is that, I mean, we were able to do it on the, the, podcast because it is an hour and 50 minutes long it's not it's something that you can like and a half minutes each yeah you can binge it in 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 an hour and 50 minutes and i think that's really great too Mm -hmm. something that definitely to experience and i want to go and watch through it all again just because all the things that we we've talked about in the episode i'm like oh i want to see it again (laughs) i would would love to see it cut together as a single thing right i bet that exists out there somewhere I'll see if I can. Find I wonder it. if my I'll have to I'll pull out my <laughs> DVD because I feel like uh, the DVD at least at least has the play all feature. I'm sure it still sure, does the intros and uh, credits or whatever. But I wonder if the DVD cuts it a little different. It hits should, differently. Yeah, I should do a back to back feature, a, a double feature of that, and uh, and the, whoever cut all three Hobbit movies into one. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you I go. I still have that. Have Just around that. around two and a half hours. Uh, <laughs> the perfect length. The for perfect Guillermo one, yeah. del Toro directed Hobbit movie. <laughs> well, I'll make sure to every like six months or so, make sure I pick something else that Elijah Wood just decided to do for fun because it always ends up being a good time when yeah. we pick something that he just decided <laughs> With to Melanie do. So, Linsky. yeah, right, yeah, that too. And she was, yeah. she's been in both too. So, <laughs> I'll try to keep that up. I'll make sure to do that again ne- around next time. Well, well, thank you for picking cool. such yeah. a lovely thing, Sammy. Yeah, yeah. when that I was, was a, that log- was a real treat. When I was logging this on Letterboxd, I saw a lot of people leaving like multiple reviews, and they were like, "Time for my yearly rewatch of Over the Garden Wall." That's how I, <laughs> they're like, "That's how I signify its fall." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a very like, it feels that's very nice. like autumnal yeah. fall yeah. show." I was like, "I would, I would totally do that if it's like available to mm-hmm. me. It's, it's just as long as a movie. I might as well put it in, get the whole thing in like once a year. Right. It feels like a mm. good experience to have." Hell yeah! Great. I'll definitely watch it through again sooner rather than later <laughs> uh, yeah maybe my opinions well, on greg will soften up a little over time <laughs> <they better. laughs> well if you want to cyber bully raymond about his opinions on greg there's a couple <laughs> ways we can do that that's you what can i reach want us yeah. on twi- <laughs> you can reach us on twitter at nsaot pod or you can send raymond a direct email to never seen any of this pod at gmail.com or if you I'm want here, to email me, to... you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> or you can also head over to where we got a Facebook page. You can yell us, yell at us on there. What else is Facebook good for? Yelling at people. Free on Patreon. Email, so it's also free known Patreon. as our free Patreon. Thank you. I almost forgot. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will. Uh, if there's something that you want us to watch, go ahead and reach out. If we're not on one of your favorite podcast networks, go ahead and reach out, and we'll do our best to get on there. But. Mm-hmm. Now I think we're on most of the major ones, so good. How to be? Yeah. Yeah. And now, now I mean, obviously we've uh, broken through just not just movies. We we'll do miniseries now too, as yeah. long as they're within a good amount of time. That I should maybe say that like right. if it's a six-hour thing, probably not. But <laughs> kicking so, off our 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 month of uh, of series, uh, we'll do my pick next week of the first season of True Detective. <laughs> all right. Something we've all seen. Carcosa. Yeah. Well, the next. 
don't. The next time I get one, I'm picking the HBO Watchmen miniseries. So uh, strap in, boys. We've got lots of watching ahead of us. Hey, hey. Who watches the Watchmen? Not Raymond. No, hey. We might. Or Taylor. Or TJ. I just remember as a running joke to always tell that Raymond Raymond? hadn't watched it. I have not watched it. Raymond, you're not allowed to use... Raymond's not allowed to use my HBO Max account until he watches Watchmen. I can see if you've watched You shouldn't have let him watch over the garden wall. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. We will be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll just say bye. 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 La, 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 la. I'm the highway. Oh, goodness. And potatoes. Oh, potatoes. <laughs> If you want some, oh, just ask us the warm and soft like puppies and socks filled with cream and candy rocks. Oh, potatoes and molasses. They're so much sweeter than algebra class if your stomach is grumbling and your mouth starts mumbling.